Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggrey and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. Got some pretty cool news yesterday. Arkansas is going to play Purdue in an exhibition charity game. It's the second straight year Arkansas is going to participate in one of these uh, preseason charity exhibition games. Uh, Last year, of course, they went down to Austin and played the University of Texas. And this year, Purdue is coming to uh, Fayetteville. So it's a matchup of top 25 teams. That Purdue team, uh, you got to think it's going to be a, a preseason top 25, maybe a top 10 team. I got the reigning national player of the year still, Zach Eady. Was it a surprise he didn't go to the NBA? Not really. You know, a lot of people see national player of the year and they immediately think, you know, NBA player. But we've seen in the last few years, Oscar Shibway. Yep. Like, uh, I don't know if Timmy ever won it, but he was a great college player. It's like these guys... The reason they're not going to the NBA is they don't translate on defense. Mm. They can't guard anybody. Mm. Zakidi can't go outside of the paint and guard anybody. Uh, you know, uh, Oscar Shibway can't guard anybody outside the paint. Drew Timmy can't guard anybody outside of the paint. I thought they didn't play defense in the NBA. Yeah, that's a, that's a misconception. So, uh, you get a great test for Arkansas early in the season when they uh, host Purdue. That game is uh, set for Saturday, October 28th at Bud Walton Arena. Tip-off tip is at 3 o'clock. Who, you still have your schedule up over there? Who's Arkansas playing that day? Football. I can pull it up. October 28th, Arkansas is playing on... They're off. That's the bye week. Oh, so good perfect. scheduling there. Yeah. Uh, I was like, well, they, they're taking a chance there because uh, unless they know they're out of town or uh, that game time's already set, which I couldn't think it would, wouldn't imagine it was already set. So that is the bye week for Arkansas. So Can't wait for if we get killed, kind of like we did at Texas last year, mm-hmm. the overreactions. Either way, I guess, if we kill them. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're right. All right, our question of the day, it's Razorback related. What is their swing game this season? Is it the A&M game? Is it at Ole Miss? Is it the Mississippi State game that ends that brutal stretch of four straight road games? And I call the A&M game a road game because technically they're on the road and they have to travel even though it's a neutral site place. Um, or could it be the Florida game, going to the swamp and winning for the first time? Uh, that is today's uh, question of the day. I saw where uh, John Neighbors has already kind of weighed in. Uh, he was saying A&M is the swing game. A&M is the swing game every year. Uh, and he pointed out Arkansas, when they beat A&M, their record is a good record. When they lose A&M, they usually struggle that year. Uh, and, and I think, too, just uh, at the early, so early in the season, uh, hopefully, you would think they're 3-0 and and taking care of Western Carolina, Kent State, and BYU at home. Uh, if they lose to LSU, they're 3-1 and with that A&M game. Uh, yeah, that kind of looms large. You, know, you, you take care of A&M, you're 4-1, and and that brutal stretch with Ole Miss and Alabama coming up looks a little bit better at 4-1. and and You lose that, you know, and all of a sudden it, it avoids a losing streak also. Uh, and he gets you back in the win column, go to Oxford with a little momentum, uh, maybe go on the road and take care of them before playing Alabama. And all of a sudden, that brutal stretch isn't so devastating if you can win a couple of those games in there. And then uh, you just you rest up and get ready for that stretch at the end of the year where I think they could win five straight games to finish the year. Mississippi State at home, at Florida, Auburn at home, Florida International at home, and Missouri at home. Uh, so just survive that brutal stretch. And uh, we've already talked a lot about it, and we're going to talk a lot about it during uh, uh, the season and especially right before that stretch starts. But it is – I remember talking to a college coach years ago, and he said teams 
that just look that have to go on the road three straight weeks that third week is brutal they mm-hmm. it's usually a loss it's just so hard to travel and do that three weeks in a row and arkansas is doing it four weeks in a row and that's why that mississippi state game even coming back against mississippi state uh they got to get to find a way to win that game uh, to to finish off that brutal stretch all right, we, we're going to switch gears a little bit, still talk about Arkansas Razorbacks, but we're going to talk some Arkansas Razorback basketball, some Oklahoma City Thunder basketball, and a big camp coming to Little Rock, Little Rock here in a couple of weeks. Isaiah Joe joins us now on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Isaiah, welcome in. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I appreciate you for having me. How's it going? Man, it's, it's fantastic. I'm just off a, a week-long vacation and now trying to get back into the grind of things and uh, played a lot of golf. I, I guess you've been playing a lot of golf. I've been trying, I've been trying to get out there. It's, uh, it's actually been some weeks since I got out there, but I got this uh, charity event coming up. So I think my first time getting out in a while was yesterday. So trying to, trying to tune up for that. Hopefully that goes as planned. Who's the best golfer on the Thunder team? On the th- player wise, I mean, probably me. <laughs> <laughs> what did you shoot? I, I, I heard, I heard, I heard we have some pretty good players on um, on the staff, some pretty good golfers on the staff. So I gotta, I gotta check them out to see see how they are. But um, as far as I know, as far as I know, it's me. What'd you shoot yesterday? So I just got on the range and just putted a little bit. It was my first day back in um in a while, so uh, just trying to get a feel for it again. I was uh kind of scared to step out and play some holes. What was the, what's the uh, tournament you have coming up, the charity tournament? Um, it's um, one up in North Coast, Arkansas. We play at uh, Shadow Valley, and I want to say it's, uh, it's, a razor, it's like an Arkansas Razorback thing. Okay. Um, from what I've heard, yeah. That's, that's awesome. So uh, what what have you been doing this summer, you know, once the season ended? Uh, shoot. As soon as the season ended, you know, it took uh, a little bit of much-needed downtime. Um, but then after that, after, shortly after that, just getting back into the grind, getting back into the swing of things, uh, you know, trying to work on my body, um, working on keeping the main thing, the main thing, you know, being being a shooter um, at all costs, but also just working on the things that I need to improve on to keep my game rising. So uh, we've been we've been at it pretty pretty hard, so... I think it's going to be a very, very productive summer when it comes to a close and leading up into the season. I think we're, you know, going about it the right way. We're taking the, um, the right stride. Did you get out to Vegas with uh, some of your teammates and see Thunder play in Vegas? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, that's, that's always a good time, especially this being my first time not playing in the um, Summer League, but going there and being able to support, you know, my teammates um, and just check them out, show love, work out at the same time while we're there. Um, it's a really good experience, you know, a good time to connect with the guys over the summer and just a good time to, to meet the, the newcomers on the team. And so that was that was definitely fun. It was, a, it, was, it was definitely a good time. As a golfer, you know there are all kinds of gadgets that you can use to, to improve your swing or your putting stroke or chipping, whatever the case may be. Are there similar things for basketball players for shooting? Are, are there little gadgets that can help you with your shot? Oh uh, yeah, there's a few out there. I mean, you just kind of got to find if you want to go that route. You kind of got to find what works best for you. The um, the one gadget that I've used in the past and I still use occasionally is um, I have a guide hand tool to like keep my guide hand straight. And so every once in a while, I'll warm, I'll warm up with that. And it's actually funny because homemade. My dad made it for like a saw blade and a gardening glove that he velcroed to the side of it, but it works perfect for me. And so that's uh, they have some some real you know guide hand tools out there for if anybody wanted to use them. But there's there's quite a few. I mean, I've seen people use tools on their right hand to keep their fingers spread. Um, tools to like hold a fake basketball so, so you can like see your rotation or whatever but it it's some stuff out there and i don't you know i don't know how well all of it works but i think if you just find what works best for you then you can um you know take strides in the right direction you've always had a great looking jump shot the thunder have one of if not the best shooting coach in the league in chip england how does a shooting coach help somebody that already has good form i just so a guy like Chip, he just knows 
so much about the game, and even the people with the best-looking form, they could have some, you know, slippage in their shot. And it may it could come from, you know, just minor changes that you've made over the course of a season. So he Chip may not go as far as like changing your shot, but he'll he could do something like really focus on what your shot has been throughout the course of the season and if it starts to change, he can give you input and insight on that so you can realize, you know, what's going on and be able to fix it from there. But he's definitely definitely a, a hell of a shooting coach. One of, if not you know, the best. While we're talking about shooting, and we've got Isaiah Joe with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, he is hosting a shooting camp Saturday, August the 12th. It's out at Summerwood Basketball Complex uh, in Alexander, just south of Little Rock, uh, kind of in between Little Rock and, and Bryant. If you haven't been out to the new Summerwood Basketball Complex, it is it is awesome, and, and a lot of people are taking advantage of it. But two different sessions. What, what are you hoping uh, to uh, teach and, and, and pass along to these kids? Yeah, so um, I wanted to, you know, be a little different in my camp as far as, like, teaching some of these kids things that they could implement in their game now to give them the edge over, you know, their opponent. Um, As far as, like, things I've learned in college um, from Coach Anderson and Coach Musselman um, and then the things that I've learned in the league that can be used in today's game set yourself apart um so going going into that i mean i just want to you know help these kids get better but at the same time have fun and what we're doing you know i want to show them the passion the love that you know it should be had in the in the game um and the work ethic behind it and then i think on top of that you know this these kids come into the camp just shows you know that they want to get better that they want to learn and so it's Part of, part of my job and the um, staff that I'm going to have with me is just to, to teach them things to help them, you know, make their game better. What was the biggest impact Coach Musselman had on you as a shooter? Uh, I think Coach Musselman, he, he was a coach that had a lot of NBA schemes. So what I mean by that is, like, the things he taught us and me or whenever I was, whenever I got drafted, I was not that far behind the learning curve because he taught me so much about what I should be doing whenever I get to the league and the terminology to know whenever you get there. So by the time I got there, I knew, you know, a lot of the terminology. I knew a lot of the, you know, the general steps that are ran, positioning, where to be on defense and things like that. And I think that, really helped me out and helped me, you know, learn pretty quickly um, and, you know, get a hold of the ropes. Coming into the league, you got drafted in the second round by the 76ers, and every year it kind of seemed like they needed some shooting to surround Ben Simmons at the time and Joel Embiid. But you never really had a role on that team. Was there a time where you doubted yourself before getting to the OKC Thunder? Uh, not, it wasn't necessarily doubt. It was, um, more so just motivation. Um, because I mean, of course, if you, your goal is to make it to the league, but once you make it to the league, the next step is to get crack the rotation and be an impact for a team. And so for me, it was just, um, I just had to continue to work. I had to work extra hard. Um, and it was definitely adversity that was very much needed, um, the obstacle that I, I needed to get over. And so instead of, you know, getting down and doubting myself, um, I, just, I just kept pushing. We got, in, we got in the gym nightly. And then on top of that, I mean, some of the staff that was on the team, they were, they were good, you know, keeping positive energy, you know, feeding me positive information or whatnot. And so now it's just, it was just my job to just, you know, never, never give up keep pushing, um, believe that there's going to be a, a brighter brighter side, you know. So, And then once I got signed to OKC, the rest was, the rest was history. I mean, you know, I just continued to, to work hard, continue to put in the hours, and then the results showed. So once I, once I touched the floor consistently, started to see, you know, the results and what I was capable of. Uh, 
the turning point for your season with OKC was against the Dallas Mavericks. You came in in the fourth quarter and you had 15 points off the bench pretty fast. Uh, how good did it feel for that to happen? And then after that, getting consistent minutes. Oh, it felt good. But I mean, just more than anything, it was getting the win, um, being able to contribute to um, winning that basketball game is probably one of the best feelings. Um, definitely got my career kicked off. Um, but you know, it just comes with being a basketball player. You just got to be ready at all times. And um, Coach Dagnall did a really good job, you know, like preaching that. You know, you never know when your time may come. You just have to be ready. And um, I was ready when that time came, and the rest was history. Now it's just about repeating, repeating that, being consistent throughout the season. Isaiah Joe with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Did Oklahoma City give you a, kind of a, a reason why they they wanted you when they when they signed you and, and their thoughts about you? Uh, so one of the um, the guys that vouched for me hard um, was a guy that previously worked with Philadelphia and now works for OKC. His name is Dennis Rosman. Um, he was vouching for me very hard whenever they found out that. I got cut from the 76ers, and um, after that, I think they just went into the, um, to the drawing board, you know, watched some film or whatnot, figured out what type of player I, I was, and they um, they told me what they what they wanted from me as far as how they felt I should be on the court, you know, where they saw my weaknesses and what I needed to be stronger at. Um, and then the, um, with them, they were just they were just honest, you know, they were honest from the from the jump. And that's all I could really ask for, which is transparency, because honestly, it allowed me to work on what I needed to work on so I could be as impactful as possible once I stepped on the floor. I would think it would be easy to uh, hold a grudge or have a chip on your shoulder after what, uh, how it all went down in Philadelphia without, you know, the lack of opportunity and then getting cut. Is that something that motivated you? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely put a chip on my shoulder. Um, but like I said, it was, uh, you go through adversity, people go through adversity in life, and you got to figure out how to overcome that adversity. And I think um, it definitely made me stronger. You know, if I had to go back and do it again, I wouldn't change a thing. It made me stronger as a person. It made me stronger as a player. And it opened my eyes to, you know, the the type of, the type of beast I was getting ready to fight. So um, I definitely, you know, appreciate my time that I had in Philadelphia. But all of that was just fuel the fire. You're 24 years old. On most other teams, you'd be one of the young guys. But on the Thunder, you're actually one of the older guys, uh, besides maybe like Kenrich Williams. But have you take, had to take on a veteran role being one of the older guys? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's weird, it's weird to say, and it's even weirder to hear. But, uh, but, but yeah, being coming from being one of the youngest to one of the oldest, um, especially when I haven't necessarily – played impactful minutes yet but I do I did know like I did know the ropes I knew what teams you know were looking for as far as like leadership um because I had some good leaders you know when I was in Philadelphia so when I came to OKC I just kind of you know took took on a little bit of that role but I think our team being young um we all did a really really good job of having leadership in a way you know we're we're one unit um we're, we're a brotherhood our chemistry is great we all know you know what each other's role is on the team or what we should be doing um and we all you know kind of stepped up as leaders but me being one of the you know quote-unquote veterans uh definitely you know took on a little bit more of a leadership role isaiah joe with us on the brandon moving and storage hotline what do you think this year looks like for oklahoma city uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun year. Um, I think everybody's had a very productive summer so far. Um, we got some some good pieces that we picked up, and I think it's gonna be fun. Uh, if you people haven't tuned in to OKC basketball, this will definitely be a year to tune in. Um, we got you know, I think everybody has a chip on their shoulder. We we showed ourselves that we were capable of last season, and we're just looking to build from there few uh, quick questions. Who's the hardest guy you've had to guard in the NBA so far? The hardest guy I've had to guard? Hmm. 
I think, I mean, I, me being a shooter and I'm used to, you know, running around screens and mm-hmm. whatnot, it's still, it's still kind of tough guarding people like Stephen Curry and Clay Thompson, especially like Steph, you know, he's good with the ball, but he's even better without the ball. And then they got guys that screen really well. So you're chasing them, you're chasing them around screens all game and trying to get contests and they're making these tough shots. It's more, more than it is hard, it's, just, it's, it's tiring. And then once you're working that hard to, you know, get a good contest and they make a shot, it's like, dang, it's kind of <laughs> deflating. <laughs> but, but, um, you know, just either like guys like, like them or let's see, I don't know, like really, 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 really quick guards, like guards that are really quick and, you know, really, really causes you to have to slide your feet multiple times and then on top of that they may get ball screens or whatnot so I mean it's a lot of I mean a lot of guys in the league are hard to guard but there's very few that are just you know very distinct Oh, what music do you listen to to get yourself pumped up for games who do you listen to uh, it's, a, it's a combination of different types of music so sometimes I mean I listen I listen to my, my, my rap music, but, like, before a game, like, when I'm in the locker room, I like to listen to lo-fi beats, which, like, don't have, you know, there's no words, mm-hmm. just a soft beat in the background. It could be, like, a hip-hop beat. It can be, you know, more like rainfall, just something to calm your mind, and that's kind of like my form of meditation before mm-hmm. a game to just try, try to calm my nerves and, and get my mind right. How fast did the uh, Jalen and Jalen jokes get old <laughs> for you guys? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like you, it's like we hear them daily. Uh, they, <laughs> for us, I mean, we're, we're used to it now. But you know, you're gonna meet people that it's kind of new to them, and they're always gonna you know make the the jokes between them or, or whatnot. But um, it's, it's rare, you know, have two guys on the same team with the same name, and so it's. It's kind of inviting for all the jokes. It's Isaiah Joe on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. His shooting camp is coming up Saturday, August 12th at Summerwood Basketball Complex there in Alexander. Uh, two ca- two sessions, one for grades 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. That's from 9 to 1. And then they'll come back with session number 2 for grades 9, 10, 11, and 12 from 2 to 6. Uh, it says here uh, spaces are limited, so how do you get signed up? Um, so, yeah, if you... Um, look at the flyer there. We we have the uh, registration link on there at IsaiahJoe.com. Um, it'll send you straight to the registration link, um, and you can you can sign up there. Like you said, spots spots are limited, but we're looking you know we're looking to have a good time. So I hope a lot of kids really take advantage of this opportunity and sign up sign up on the link. Um, all the money that is being raised, it will be going to charity to Positive Atmosphere Reaches Kids, um, which was founded by, by Keith Jackson. So they, they've been, you know, a really, really big part of my life. So just being able to give back to them, and I just hope kids that hmm. are willing to join the camp know that we're going to be learning a lot, having fun, getting better, you know, building building bonds out there. That's awesome, Isaiah. Uh, it's, it's good to hear that you're doing that. Uh, have you thought about having a camp for adults? I think there are a lot of men, maybe women, that would love to have you teaching them uh, to uh, the the correct and better form. Yeah, like like an adult camp, like like eighteen and up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I would I would not be opposed to it. Most definitely would not be opposed to it. It sounds, it sounds like it'd be fun uh, <laughs> being able to you know teach people how to shoot. Um, really, but I mean it's. I'm, I'm glad you threw that out there. I'm going to have to think about that. I'm going to have to take that to take that up with my people. We might have to make that happen maybe next summer or something. Uh, I think Christian and I would sign up. I mean, it, it, I, I would sure hope so. <laughs> if y'all don't sign up, what am I doing it for, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> hey, man, thanks. I uh, appreciate your time today, and uh, hopefully we can catch up with you soon again. And, uh, and good luck with the camp. I appreciate that. It was a pleasure y'all having me on. Thank you. Isaiah Joe with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. No, seriously, I, I think 
adults would. Well, I mean, there's always like fans that would just love for that opportunity. Yeah, to rub elbows and have him take NBA a look player. at your shot and go, hey, you know. And former I, Razorback. Yeah, to, to do that. Heck yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I can shoot the ball pretty well, but I'd love for him to take a look at my shot and go, oh, no, you, you got to move this hand over here this Even way. Even for a guy that like can't shoot at yes. this point. Experience. Yes. Who wouldn't want to learn from one of the, the better NBA three-point shooters? That's, yeah, I think that's a gr- brilliant idea. we got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk SEC football, Razorback football with Barrett Salee. Stick around. You're in the zone. Facility Maintenance Services presents Belinda Mayo when she joins Morning Mayhem each Thursday morning. Serving Central Arkansas, Facility Maintenance Services. We don't cut corners, we clean them. Sports Center. The Los Angeles Angels made it clear yesterday that they are all in on a playoff push in 2023. First move they made was not trading somebody. Star outfielder and pitcher Shohei Otani has been pulled from the trade block after much speculation. Also, the Halos went after and acquired two pitchers, the White Sox Lucas Giolito and also Ronaldo Lopez from the White Sox. The two former Nationals pitchers were acquired for a couple prospects from the White Sox side. The Angels are 50 and 49. They've won six out of the last seven games, and they're four games out of the final playoff spot in the wild card in the American League. In the Women's World Cup, the USA tied the Netherlands yesterday 1-1 after falling behind. Lindsey Horan delivered a second-half goal to give the U.S. the draw. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Courtney Ballantyne here for The Butcher Shop. Hold up there. Everyone knows I've always been the paid spokesperson for The Butcher Shop, where you'll find me on most evenings enjoying one of their delicious charcoal grilled steaks. But Hope, I'm here to talk about their lunch specials every Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2. Wait, what? The Butcher Shop is now open for lunch, too? Yeah, and they have a rotating meat selection every day, as well as everyone's favorite, Steak Burger Fridays on the last Friday of the month. What are we waiting for? Let's go to The Butcher Shop Steakhouse for lunch and dinner. Hey, it's Howie from Robert Irwin Jewelers, and we've got our biggest sale of the season going on right now. The Summer of a Thousand Engagements at both Robert Irwin Jewelers locations, McCain Mall and the new location in the Pleasant Ridge Town Center in Little Rock next to the Fresh Market. Join Delta Waterfowl for the Duck Hunters Expo July 28th through the 30th at the Little Rock State House Convention Center. Three action-packed days of exciting demonstrations, seminars, and vendors. Find out more information at DeltaWaterfowlExpo.com. Don't miss it. Don't miss the Arkansas Democrat Gazette Bridal Show Sunday, August 6th at the State House Convention Center in Little Rock. Very important bride tickets are now available. VIB tickets include new bride t-shirt, tote bag, swag, custom labels, reserved seating, and early entrance into the show. A limited amount of these special tickets are on sale now at ArkansasBridalCommunity.com. Join Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Hogs Meat Market has been a North Little Rock staple since 1963, serving the best meat in Arkansas. Be sure to go to their website for weekly and monthly specials as well as meat packages available. Hog is their family name, and they are so happy folks around Central Arkansas have come to associate it with high-quality products, fair prices, and terrific service. And for the hunters out there, Hogs is a great place to get that deer processed. Check them out online at hogsmeatmarket.com. That is Hogs with two Gs. It's just an acre for my friends down at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. And if you are in the market for a handgun and don't want to break the bank, then listen up. Max Prairie Wings has got you covered with the Stoger STR9 9mm automatic. The Stoger STR9 9mm is packed with features you'd expect in a pistol costing twice as much. With its integrated rail, internal safety, reversible magazine release, optimized slide serrations, three-dot sight system, and enhanced ergonomics, you can count on consistent performance every time. And the best part... The Stoker STR 9 9mm is available in 17-round, 15-round, and 13-round models for just $249 after a $50 mail-in rebate. That's right. You won't find a better review, better quality, or a better price. Check out the Stoker STR 9 9mm for just $249 after a $50 mail-in rebate at maxpw.com or in-store at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart, and that is just the tip of the iceberg of all the great deals they have. So go by and see my friends in Stuttgart, or go to their website, maxpw.com. 
Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of The Zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Listen to your favorite show on the Buzz app or online at 1037thebuzz.com. Football. Barrett Salee joins us now. He's on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Barrett, welcome in. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Wes? Man, fantastic. Acre's off, so it is freaking great in here. Just amazing. Yeah. Acre free zone. Do what we want to do, Barrett. <laughs> we do what we want to do. Hey, Acre free zone sounds like a tremendous, tremendous life to live. <laughs> We've taken advantage of it the first hour and a half, so uh, we'll continue to do that. Hey, we uh, we were reading a story. We talked about it. It was the, the swing games, most important swing game for every SEC team. And, and this writer uh, said it was uh, the Florida game. And I was curious to get your thoughts because uh, we started talking about it, and, and Christian pointed out Texas A&M, and I think a lot of people would say that A&M game, but even Ole Miss is a swing game. Mississippi State, when you're coming off that brutal four, you know, basically road games in a row and come back to uh, play Mississippi State, that could be a, a make-or-break game depending on how those four go. What do you see when looking at this Arkansas uh, schedule as the, that swing game that could make or break a season? I think it's Texas A&M because it sort of leads off that tough stretch. And, and I think for Arkansas, this is one of those years where not only should Arkansas beat Texas A&M, but dominate Texas A&M because I don't think much of the Aggies right now. So to me, it, it's huge for, for Arkansas to go in, get some momentum at the rivalry game. You know, obviously weird things have happened in that game quite a bit uh, since A&M joined the conference, but it's one that I think can set the tone. And I think for Arkansas, just maybe forget about what happened in the past because we saw the lull Arkansas went through last year. You, that can't happen. Like, that, that just can't happen. So, um, you know, getting some momentum going into the second month of the season, beating a rival, uh, maybe putting a rival in a position where they have a disastrous season, all those things combined uh, really – really helps and that's going to be a visible game it's going to be a, a game that i think a lot of people around the nation are going to look at so uh for, for arkansas that's a chance to to really make a statement get in the national conversation perhaps get aj in the heisman conversation but it's also one that can really put a damper in, in all of those things so yeah i would say the a&m game for sure did you get a better feel at sec media days how the a&m offense is going to work with with petrino and jimbo no, I got a worse vision of it because, uh, well, I wouldn't say worse. I got an accurate vision of it because I, I always kind of assumed that it was going to be a, a hot mess and a complete disaster and those personalities can't exist together. And I came away from media days recognizing that that's probably the right opinion because Jimbo just flat out could not say that Petrino is going to be the play caller. It's very easy for a coach to lie. Just go in there and say, Bobby's got it. Um, it's also very easy to sit here and say, you know, Bobby's got it, but I'm going to drop in an opinion or two, you know, like every, every head coach does, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, it's, it's another thing to say, hopefully he calls the good plays because that's a threat. And, and having, having, you know, been around the A&M fan base, the last thing they want is Jimbo calling plays again. They just don't want it. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's going to be a disaster, in my opinion, and I came away from SEC Media Days kind of that confirmed in my mind that it's going to be a disaster. And I think a lot of people hopped on board. If they weren't there before, they certainly are there now. Yeah, I can see in my head uh, a time last season with Arkansas and Pittman on the sideline looking at, at Bryles saying, run the ball, run the ball, very right. emphatically. So, yeah, the, the head coach, no matter how good your offensive coordinator is, He's going to make suggestions, and he's he's the boss. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think there's, there's certain ways, there are certain ways to operate in, in that regard. Um, you need to have a set plan. And if the plan for A&M is for the coach to step in and, and make suggestions, okay, that's fine. But Jimbo suggested that he'd be more a part of that. And Jimbo suggested that, um, that Bobby would have to cede some power and that those things aren't happening. <laughs> like I just, that, that is not going to end well for the, uh, for the ad. Well, let's step out of the SEC for real quick. Uh, Luke Fickle, what's going on with that? Well, I think with Luke, you know, I think he's, he's in a good spot. Um, you know, you can run the football obviously with Braylon. And, and I think with, um, that program, he fits exactly what, um, what they what they want to do historically, so I, I don't I don't see any issue there. I think that's a uh, it's a solid solid program, and it, they married together very well. So I, I think that they're going to be competitive for sure. What's your take on the whole Pac-12 debacle? Colorado's <laughs> apparently leaving for Big Twelve, applying for membership today. Stuff. Yeah, you know, it's kind of expected. Uh, the Pac-12 was in a position where they could have. Um, really been the aggressor uh, but in the end I think they uh, it was lack of leadership by George Klyovkov and um, you know they, there are four schools that call themselves the four corner schools three of them will be left Utah, Arizona and Arizona State um, the Big 12 I think certainly will be in the business of adding one of them if not all of them so I think it's interesting now with the Pac-12 what happens because you're still sitting there with Oregon and Washington and you're not going to get a good TV deal, but it's also going to be a lot easier to get to the playoff for Oregon and Washington or any other team that pops up and has a surprising season. So I think for, for the Pac-12, it, it's a situation where they, they have to make the right move from an expansion standpoint or the best of bad options. And there are still some decent options out there. You know, Boise State's out there. I think the San Diego State thing is, is would be fine. I think I think SMU is is quietly, essentially already made the decision to go to the Pac-12. So there are still some decent teams out there, um, but the lack of leadership from George Kliopkoff is, you know, it's at Larry Scott levels right now, and you never want to be mentioned at the same breath as Larry Scott. I yeah, I had heard another team was interested in joining. Why would Oregon and Wa- or Washington teams that are you know traditionally the best in the Pac-12 not be interested in going to another conference at this point? Well, I think they would. I think it's it's more about if the Big Twelve would want them um, because I think the the general consensus would be that um, that the Big Twelve is going to go after Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah. Um, just to, I wouldn't say maintain a a geographic footprint, but I think it, they feel like those all those programs are in a better spot from a stability standpoint than than maybe Washington. Oregon's a little different, um, but I think to me uh, the Big Twelve still wants to kind of maintain its roots to a degree, and um, I would imagine that Oregon and Washington are knocking on, the, on everybody's door to try to get um, get an invitation somewhere. So um, I think. It kind of goes both ways. If the new TV deal <clears throat> TV deal provides a significant um, bonus for making the college football playoff or making the Final Four in basketball, or whatever, I think those teams, Oregon and Washington, will still sort of be okay because there is there are going to be two teams from the Pac-12 in the college football playoff. I think almost every single year. So that that aspect of it would be uh, would be beneficial to those those teams, but. Uh, they will be knocking on doors, that's for sure. Barrett Salee with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Barrett, I think it was yesterday, uh, the, some of the allegations, I guess, against P.J. Fleck came out today at uh, Big Ten Media Days. He's uh, He's been um, defending his program against what he called baseless allegations. Was that a surprise with Fleck, P.J. Fleck, when these things came out to you? Uh, not really. Uh, you know, I think for, for the Minnesota thing, it's almost like we want to lump it in with Northwestern and reading mm-hmm. that story. It's not really anything close to that. You know, it's, it's not appropriate. I think in this day and age, although I think older, you know, older folks would say, Oh, that's, that's just how things were done. Um, uh, to me, 
No, it doesn't surprise me. I think I think similar things tend to happen at a lot of other schools. Um, I I think Fleck is probably a little bit more type A, and so because of that, you know, things like this are are you know more I don't know accepted. But uh, no, I wasn't too surprised. I had heard that that story was coming out from front office sports about a week ago, and quite honestly, I, I was surprised it was. Um, it wasn't bigger. Um, but that's just, maybe that's just the fact that Northwestern was fresh on my mind and, and somewhat uh, still going on with uh, with Big, or Big Ten Media Days happening this week, I should say. Do you think the things that happen at Northwestern are way more prevalent than what we think? I don't think they're more, I think it, they're, they happen in other spots for sure. Um, I think what happened at Northwestern was wholly inappropriate. And I, but I do think that similar things have occurred elsewhere. I, I hope that's not, I hope I'm wrong because that some of that stuff is just disgusting, but, uh, I would imagine that, yeah, it, it's happening in other places. And I would imagine, I think that the Northwestern scandal caused a lot of coaches to look in the mirror and say, okay, we got to have a little bit more. Um, restraint here. But yeah, I think it, it happens and it shouldn't happen. And I think hopefully this will prevent things like that from happening in the future. Well, the Big Ten coaches are taking a hit. Now you got Harbaugh. And the, uh, is it potential suspension? What do you think happens there? <laughs> I think the suspension is, um, is, is going to be solidified or agreed upon by the end of the month. I, to me, like, it goes back to what you know, a lot of scandals you know, stem from. The, the cover-up is worse than the crime. Right, it's not like the level one violation that that Jim Harbaugh was facing would have caused show cause, would have caused vacation of win. It, it wasn't going to be that. So why lie about it? Yeah, you know, I think it's just it's more a case of Jim Harbaugh not having proper perspective of how to operate in in that kind of role and in that kind of situation as a college football head coach. Um, that's that to me is the concerning part is the fact that I mean. Jim should know better. Any coach should know better. Uh, the cover-up for something like that is not is not worth it. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that they're probably just – the NCAA is making a statement to say, all right, look, guys, seriously, if something's going on, whether it's big or small, just tell us. <laughs> if it's not that big of a deal, just tell us, mm-hmm. because otherwise we're going to hammer you. And I think that's all there is to it. So many people could use a good PR person, you know, just to give them that simple advice. Well, I've said for years, whether it be corporations or football programs or anything, somebody has to have a vice president of common sense. (laughs) Like, literally have that person sit in rooms with board members and presidents and CEOs. Don't say a word. Like, literally, in a perfect world, that person would never say a word to anybody ever until they need to to be like look bro like just let's let's not talk, let's not do this hamburger thing here let's just let's just be honest we'll be fine you want that job no god no <laughs> <laughs> but that job should pay well, a it lot depends on how much, like it, it would be a vice president level job yeah so, i mean it depends on how much money they give me i guess I mean, you may not, like you said, you may not say anything all year, but the one time you say something could save them millions and millions of dollars plus just embarrassment. It, it should be yeah. a very high-profile job that pays a lot. It should. It should. And I don't know how that doesn't exist now. Like, yeah. I, I honestly don't know how that doesn't exist at every level of every company organization. Bear, thanks. We may have reached right, you know, some a very important person today and created a new job. Barrett's Lee with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. When we come back, we'll uh, go to our uh, still unsponsored text line. We'll go over to Asher Record, check it out. And uh, we can take some phone calls. A couple minutes free for you. You're in the zone.
Attention to Lean County car owners who need a free car wash. Splash Car Wash is now open in Bryant, celebrating with free best washes all week long. You'll leave feeling amazing because your ride looks so good and you didn't spend a dime. Free car washes this week only at Splash Car Wash, Reynolds Road in Bryant. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, you and I have been doing ads for a long time, but I didn't realize how long Southern Bank's been doing this. We're a 136-year-old bank and recognized as one of the strongest banks in the country. And Chris, with unstable times, it's always nice to know that your bank is stable. It's not only our financial strength, but it's also our employees. You'll see the same familiar faces ready to help you every day with your banking needs. If you want to see the Southern Bank difference, go to bankwithsouthern.com or call 501-424-0900. It's Southern bank member fdic your home is the place where you know your loved ones are secure but the things that keep your home protected can't keep pest at bay that's where raid comes in for 60 years raid scientists have worked to protect people around the world with trusted research ingredients testing standards and product efficacy raid seeks to create a better future for all (laughs) especially the ones you love most Raid. Protection for all. If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, President of Operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. In the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Your Arkansas travelers have a new home. Hear every pitch, every crack of the bat on 106.7 Buzz 2. For the full calendar, go to Travs.com. It's the greatest game on dirt, and you can hear it at 106.7 Buzz 2. You're listening to the best midday sports talk show in all of Arkansas. You're in the zone with Justin Acree and Wes Moore. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network. Zone. Glad you're with us. Christian Weaver, Westmore, Acre Free Zone. Chris Alley's hanging out with us now. Just made it in. Thanks, guys. Well, welcome back, Wes. How do you feel? I am struggling. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It was a long, fun night, but I am paying. I'm not a big like drinker normally, mm-hmm. and I, I had a few last night, and I feel it today. It was a time to celebrate. It was, and that's what I kept telling myself as I took more shots. We're <laughs> celebrating. <laughs> and uh, yeah, today, you probably can hear it in my voice a little bit, uh, but we had a great time. We're going to get through it. We'll get through this oh, yeah. hour. I know. This is, this You're is, gonna I be needed fine. this. I needed this today. Over uh, on the uh, unsponsored text line, uh, this one from the 501 says, Wes, I agree with that 24-7 sports article you shared earlier about Florida being the swing game, and I disagree with John Neighbors because that's just the same schedule with A&M each season. This does not necessarily mean it's automatically the swing game just because it's A&M. I think John's point is when you look at the past record, and I can pull up his tweet, when you look at Arkansas's record when they play Texas A&M and beat Texas A&M for the rest of the year, it's it's a good record normally. Yeah. When you look at when they lose to Texas A&M, it's 
a struggling record. Here it is. Uh, Arkansas has only beaten A&M four times since 2009. Those four seasons that they beat A&M, Arkansas finished with eight wins, ten wins, eleven wins, and nine wins. I think we'd all say yeah. that's a good year, right? That's we'll good. That every year. When they lose to Texas A&M, they finish with four wins, three wins, six wins, seven wins, seven wins, four wins, two wins, two wins, three wins, and seven wins. Yeah. I think the thing is, Texas A&M just is always at a crucial part of the season with our, with our schedule. Yeah, it's early in the year. Yeah. Uh, this week it'll be week five. You'll have the three non-conference games, the LSU game, and then Texas A&M. Well, last year I think that game really was the catalyst, like John said, for the season. I mean, they pulled that game out last year. I mean, I think the season looks totally different. If you pull that game out last year, aren't you undefeated still? Going to Alabama, is that right? I think so. I could be wrong. Well, I'm sorry. I was reading if you the pull that. If you pull that game out, aren't you still undefeated? And Going to Alabama, Alabama last Alabama season. The next week? Not what it was last year. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's just a huge momentum thing. And then you go and you lose that game, and then you go to Alabama, and then you get your heads kicked in, and then the wheels kind of start to fall off a little bit. And then it takes, I think it takes a few games to kind of recover. So to their point, I do agree that that game is crucial. It really doesn't matter who SEC opponent is at that time of the season, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I think just that time, right going out of your non-conference, right into your SEC schedule, getting that first two couple wins is huge. All right. Uh, this one uh, wants to know, oh, it's Bender. Bender, oh, first of all, says, Bender. does Bobby Petrino sabotage the season to get the A&M coaching position? Um, well, if they're all, his offense doesn't do well, he's not going to get that exactly, job. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It'd yeah. be hard to sabotage your offense he and then to do, do really the reason. Well. Yeah. I, I think that, that's more. He needs to sabotage the A&M defense. <laughs> Somehow, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, uh, ask Chris what he drank last night. He's uh, known for uh, fruity, girly drinks. Oh, uh, Bender knows me well. I am. so, And I'm not ashamed of it because I'm not a big drinker, so I like sweet fruit cocktails. But last night I was drinking whiskey, and that was my downfall. American whiskey or Japanese whiskey? I, I don't know. I, I was just asking for whiskey and sprites all night, like I was in high school. <laughs> and uh, and then people kept handing me random shots, so I just mixed a whole bunch of different stuff. Uncle Jesse and Benton says he's uh, worried about the Auburn game. He says, I think y'all are forgetting the Liberty game from last year. I'm worried about Hugh Freeze. Auburn, Auburn just shouldn't be very good. Talent-wise, yeah. uh, I, 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 I agree. I think Hugh Freeze is going to get it done. Yeah. I just think this year is going to be tough because they don't even have a quarterback right yeah. now. They were looking in the portal not too long ago. Remember the kid from Notre Dame that transferred to Alabama? Auburn was trying to get him. But it would be so Arkansas to beat A&M this year and lose. Yeah, yeah. It, that, that is That would be true. the most that Arkansas thing. Arkansas of us. Yeah. All right, we're going to uh, have a uh, a review <laughs> later on. Chris Alley with us <laughs> from Rock and Roll Sushi. today. Yes, uh, so we'll uh, have the average guy review a little bit later. we got birthdays, entertainment, and a whole lot more. Stick around. Hour number t- three is next. Saracen Summertime Sports Car Giveaways continue with a beautiful Mercedes-Benz Cabriolet. Play all this week at the Saracen Casino for your chance to win a Mercedes convertible from Mercedes-Benz of Little Rock. Saracen Casino is the only place in Arkansas where you can qualify to win a Mercedes convertible just for playing your favorite games. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock.